You're listening to Mornings with Kelly and Steve on Moody Radio, from the word to life. Todd Nettleton, a voice of the martyrs. He is joining us now. And, uh, you know, Todd, we've missed you in the past couple of weeks. I know that you were out on the road. You were visiting around. But we are trying to figure out what's happening. Um, You know, just this morning, uh, we see over in Hamburg, Germany, that through the night there was a gunman who killed seven uh, parishioners in a church in Hamburg, Germany, and then turned the gun upon himself. Motives unknown, uh, but clearly speaking out against um, against this group and you know this is not something that uh, stops it, it is 24 7 and you have a, a pulse you know on what's happening around the globe but you've been traveling and visiting with people and you've got some new stories to bring back so let's just open and, and jump right in man but it's great to have you back Thank you. You know, it is it is the best part of my job, I think, is to go and get to sit down with persecuted Christians and hear their stories. And uh, the stories, you know, sometimes they're heavy stories, sometimes they're hard stories, but there's always that wrinkle of God's faithfulness. And most of the time, they are joyful. They are uh, not, you know, downtrodden and depressed. One of those that I met on this trip, we I was in Southeast Asia, and I met the pastor and met some other parishioners from the Mayflower Church. This is uh, the church that, as a congregation, they voted to leave China and go somewhere else. They basically said, hey, persecution is coming, it's only going to get worse. Uh, the big factor for them was, how are we going to raise our children under scriptural principles, under godly principles, when we have to send them to a Communist Party school, when the government is watching everything that we do? How are we going to raise up our children to be godly young men and women? That was kind of the thing that pushed them over the edge and said, we can't do that in China. Let's go. They went first to South Korea. They were rejected for refugee status there. They're now in another country in Southeast Asia applying through the United Nations. Uh, But uh, the conversation I had with the pastor, Pastor Pan, will actually be uh, this weekend on Voice of the Martyrs Radio. So you'll get to hear that conversation and hear uh, some of the thought process that went into their decision. And again, You know, as I sat with them, there there are 16 families that left, uh, and I thought about my church sort of gathered on a Sunday afternoon saying, okay, uh, are we going to pack up, leave our jobs, leave our homes, leave everything we've ever known, and move to another country? Uh, I I just tried to think of how that conversation would go, uh, but that's the decision, and and they felt they had no other choice in communist China. Unbelievable. You know, listen, as you're listening this morning and you're hearing Todd talk, we want you to be praying for these brothers and sisters in Christ that are under this kind of persecution. I can't can't imagine, Todd, you know, having to uh, just the the things that they have got to deal with and the things that you're hearing them talk about. This is just I I can't imagine having to live this way. You know, we, we are really. We say it all the time, we're blessed here, and sooner or later we're going to be persecuted here to a greater degree than what we've experienced. I hesitate to even say that we're persecuted at all here in the United States, but I think in in small ways maybe that we are, but nothing like what they're experiencing there. Yeah, it's so true, and one of of the parts of the story that I found most interesting, Pastor Pan, the pastor who will be on BOM Radio this weekend, 
this conversation for him started when he had lunch with Pastor Wang Yi. Now, we have talked about Pastor Wang Yi. He is the founder of another church in China. He is serving right now a nine-year prison sentence. And Pastor Pan said back in 2018, he went and he had lunch with Pastor Wang Yi. And Wang Yi looked across the lunch table at him and said, are you ready to go to prison? And Pastor Pan said, no, I'm not ready to go to prison. I don't want to go to prison. And Pastor Wang Yi said, well, you better get ready because that's what's going to come. He said he expected to be arrested by uh, October 1st, which is the anniversary of the Communist Party takeover. He said, by October 1st, I expect to be in prison. Now, the interesting thing is he wasn't arrested by October 1st. He was arrested the following December. So he was a couple months off in his prediction. But he clearly knew that he was going to get arrested. And he was encouraging Pastor Pan, hey, you need to prepare yourself. This is what it's going to happen. This is what it's going to mean to follow Christ here. Get ready. It just is such a foreign concept to us here, Todd, to believe that, you know, you'd be sitting down having those types of discussions. But we do know that, you know, this is this is probably, you know, not far off uh, from where we are at some point in our nation's history, in our nation's future, as well as other parts of the world here in Western uh, cultures. But now, you had also met with some pastors from Laos as well um, who shared with you about God's power and how that's really playing out. Can we talk about that? Absolutely. It was interesting because uh, we met with several different pastors, and almost all of them had some kind of an encounter with God's power that led them to faith in Christ. One of the pastors had a, a chronic illness, and God healed him. Uh, another of the pastors said he had been uh, oppressed, really, I would say demonic oppression. He said every time he laid down to sleep, he would have horrible nightmares and horrible visions of, of terrible things going on. And he said, you know, someone told him about Jesus. He prayed, Jesus, if you're real, help me to sleep. And that night he slept through the night without a single nightmare, without a single, you know, terrible vision. And he woke up the next morning and said, Jesus is powerful. I'm going to follow him. And it was that kind of thing that led many of these brothers, and it often happens in Laos. Laos, uh, most of the people in Laos would say they are Buddhists, but they have uh, kind of a traditional animistic religion. They worship the spirits of their ancestors, or they worship uh, the spirits of the lake, the spirits of the rain. And so when Jesus shows up and says, I'm more powerful than all those spirits, they will follow him. And when that happens, they it's hard to knock them off course. It's like, hey... You can beat me up, you can tear down my house, but I saw how powerful Jesus is. I'm still going to follow him. Uh, and so that kind of faith and, and that kind of boldness that comes when they sort of start their walk with Christ by seeing, hey, he's more powerful than the spirits I've been praying to, the spirits mm-hmm. I've been trying to follow. Jesus is more powerful than all of those. I'm going to follow him. I'm going to follow the most powerful person. That's Jesus. Now, you also said that the village leader there and his opinion of Christians is the single biggest factor in whether Christians in a particular village are going to be persecuted and how badly. That is really concerning, the, the, just the, the sway that the village leader can hold over the people. It, it was very interesting to me. If the village leader is opposed to the gospel, there will be persecution in that village. It, it is a 100% certainty. If the village leader is not so opposed, say maybe his wife has become a Christian, or 
somebody in his family has become a Christian, and he's seen, you know, they didn't get crazy. They just follow Jesus. They're actually nicer. They're easier to be around now. If there's some softness or some openness in his heart, then there will probably not be persecution in that village. It, that that village leader is kind of the gatekeeper for persecution. If he is against the church, there will be persecution. If he's open to the church, there won't be persecution. And, and I asked one of the pastors, I said, it sounds like you need to be witnessing specifically to village leaders. And he said, oh, we are, we are. We're trying to get them to come to faith. We're trying to present the gospel in such a way that they see, hey, these people aren't trying to kick out the Communist Party. They're not trying to take over the country. They just want to follow Jesus. And once the village leader sees that, the persecution in that village tends to go away. That is pretty remarkable that all of that hangs on that one person, the leader, speaks so much about the culture of those those, um, community groups, isn't it? It's remarkable. It really is, and that village leader is assigned by the Communist Party. I actually I asked one of the pastors, so have any of the village leaders come to faith? He said, yes, but typically they will be very quiet about it, because <laughs> if the Communist Party leaders find out, oh, hey, not only are they letting a church happen in their village, they're at the church, they're part of the church, that village leader is going to get fired, and then who knows, they might send in someone who will bring heavy persecution. So he said, there have been village leaders that have come to faith, Uh, But like I say, typically they keep it kind of on the down low, at least to begin with, because they don't want to lose their job. Wow. So we got to pray. Wow. Yes, we do. And we got to keep praying. Yes, (laughs) we do. Man. Okay. Todd, Voice of the Martyrs just released the Sabina group study, and I am excited about this. Share about this. I was talking about it earlier. I am excited as well. This is a group study, six-week video-based group study based on the Sabina film. So we released a couple years ago the film, Sabina, about the lives of Richard and Sabina Wormbrand. This group study connects into the film, but also each week you meet a modern-day Sabina, someone, a woman who has been persecuted for her faith just in the past few years and is able to share her story. So you have some amazing connections here and some amazing practical ways to follow Christ. That's what I love about this. You know, you mentioned earlier the fact that, hey, we as American Christians, there may come a day when we have to pay a price for following Christ. This Sabina group study is a way to help prepare ourselves to, to think through some of those things and think through, okay, what is it worth to me to follow Christ? Now, should I expect opposition? Well, one of the, the studies focuses on, hey, there will be opposition. That's what the Bible says is going to happen. So we shouldn't be surprised by that. We actually should think, oh, yeah, this is, this is what Jesus said would happen. It's happening. Jesus told the truth. Of course he told the truth. There will be opposition. The world will hate you when you follow him. Uh, and so the Sabina group study is a great way to kind of think about some of those issues and start to prepare ourselves and also just be inspired by people who've already been through persecution and their faithfulness and their grace and their courage in the midst of that. Well, I know that uh, these are things that are resources that are available to folks right now, and all you need to do, truly, 
is go on over to persecution.com uh, is where you're going to find the information. You're going to find that Sabina group study right at the top, but I encourage you, if you are not a subscriber to the Voice of the Martyrs free magazine, would you just click that? And then while you're there, stroll around, take a look at some of the different resources that are available to you. The Global Prayer Guide is another great uh, resource that we'd love for you to take advantage of as you pray for these persecuted areas of the globe but then there's book resources and other things that are available to you but also you're going to want to tune in on sunday evenings at 8 30 to voice of the martyrs radio right here on moody radio now todd you're also going to be a part of a very special event uh taking place at iwu indiana wesleyan university up in marion uh this coming it's going to be about a week away tell us a little bit about this so Monday the 20th, I will be at Indiana Wesleyan in Marion. Uh, there is a brand new book out. In fact, it just was released this week, The New Book of Christian Martyrs by Johnny Moore and Jerry Pattengale. Both of them, Johnny Moore and Jerry Pattengale, will be there at Indiana Wesleyan. We're going to do a, a kind of a discussion on stage. I'm going to ask them some questions. It is 3.30 to 4.30 in the afternoon, a week from Monday. So Monday the 20th. 3.30 to 4.30 in Marion. Uh, I have been told there's plenty of seats. It is open to the public. You're welcome to come and join us uh, and hear this discussion. This new book is uh, kind of a modernization of the Fox's Book of Martyrs, so we will talk about some of those stories and, again, talk about the importance of these kind of stories to inspire us as American Christians to continue to be faithful no matter what the cost. All right, excellent. And yeah. I, I got to tell you, Todd, I was excited this week as I'm in the process of moving, and my global prayer guide from Voice of the Martyrs found my new place. It has arrived, so I'm <laughs> very happy to get that. But um, Voice of the Martyrs Radio Sunday nights, eight thirty here on Moody Radio. What's uh, what's happening this Sunday evening? What we can you will tell us? have the the conversation this week with Pastor Pan from the Mayflower Church. Okay. Uh, so one of those that I recorded while I was in Southeast Asia, and again. Just a, a really interesting, this this story is so unique. I, I've been at VOM now almost 25 years. I've never heard of a church that, as a congregation, they packed up and moved to a different country. So this is a very unique story, and I think the conversation on Sunday night will be uh, enlightening and, and kind of unpack some of that uniqueness. Outstanding. Well, we're, it, of course, just want to encourage everybody to tune in for Voice of the Martyrs Radio. You're going to find that at 830 right here on Moody Radio Indiana. Todd, it's always great to speak with you. Uh, I'm glad that you're back stateside. You're doing well, and we will look forward to our next installment and catch up with you soon. You're listening to Mornings with Kelly and Steve on Moody Radio, from the word to life.